ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Camp Vimpo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show off and running. Appreciate John Morris. Just was uh, got got here uh, a little early today. It was listening in to birthdays, see what John was up to. I think he had a uh, oh some volleyball, kind of a volleyball preview today uh, with a uh, TCU coach. And so good stuff there. As uh, as I was kind of getting ready to visit with you today. Some excitement in the air. Uh, we do have Jeremy Sohan is going to join us. And uh, he is now a member of the San Antonio Spurs organization. And this is going to be interesting. We talked about it yesterday. Lots of Mavs fans. Uh, I grew up in the Metroplex uh, area, so I was a huge Mavs fan and have always uh, covered that team. And then... Uh, the fact that he went to San Antonio, there will be around Waco more and more of those uh, of those Sohan uh, jerseys showing up. Aaron, it wouldn't surprise me if you've already seen a few of them moving about town, but uh, that's going to be a uh, hot commodity. And for the Spurs made the decision to trade their best player, and uh, they – it was a, a very interesting decision. We're talking about somebody that was in the prime of uh, of his career right there at 25 uh, years old. And now it's a youth movement, and it's kind of a rebuild situation. And enter uh, Jeremy Sohan from Baylor University uh, goes in there. And uh, Aaron had his Luka jersey on today. Aaron, who are you representing today? I, I Obviously, I'm afraid you've turned your back on the Cowboys organization. Um, but um, but any any sports, any Baylor-type T-shirt, what have you, what did you go with today? <laughs> it's actually laundry day, so I pulled out an old Corey Kluber jersey T-shirt is what I'll call it instead of jersey. I don't, I'm with you. I don't uh-huh. like that word. But, yeah, Corey Kluber, who signed with the Rangers, pitched – I don't know, one batter re-injured himself and never pitched again and then, of course, has moved on to other teams since then. But he was their big free agent signing a couple of years ago. So I got a, a shirt and, well, we know the rest. Well, I uh, that's good. Yeah, we do know about that uh, once the Rangers. Rangers had some opening day issues over the years. I remember Derek Holland, uh, after coming off of uh, – World Series, unbelievable performance. I feel like he's got the opening day start and got injured immediately, may have not made it out of the second inning of that game. Uh, so that was interesting uh, several years ago. Now, so Jeremy Sohan will join us right up at, uh, at 420 today. 5 o'clock, we've got John Werner from the Waco Trib. Excited to get to talk to uh, John and, and just visit with him about various things. 
the uh, some interesting stuff coming out of the Cowboys today. I, I Jerry is very, very uh, – he watched every snap of that Eagles game. Now, Aaron, how did you handle this as a uh, – as an NFL fan and a fantasy fan. Now, again, I had Justin Jefferson on my fantasy team. He needed to have an enormous night. That didn't happen because Kirk Cousins and the Vikings were embarrassed by the Eagles. This game, these, I, I don't quite understand the doubleheader nature of these things. These games had some overlap. So they had to bring in, you know, a couple of different broadcast crews. Aikman and Buck were on Eagles-Vikings. Aaron, did you... How did you, uh, and I wonder kind of how our folks out there, well, we always love hearing from our people on the uh, text line, 254-662-1660. Did you hunker in there for some Bills action, or did you kind of wait and really spend most of your evening focused on Eagles-Vikings? How did you uh, How did you handle the, the doubleheader, uh, NFL doubleheader? I watched mostly Eagles Vikings. I did watch okay. some, but uh, you didn't have to watch a lot of the Bills game to see how that was going. And I wanted to watch the Eagles because I have Jalen Hurts and uh, AJ Brown on a lot of my fantasy teams. I thought they were going to have really good years, and so far they've they they have had a great start to the year. All right, uh, Jerry watched that last night, and Jalen Hurts, in case you missed it, put up great numbers. Eagles, uh, when I kind of stopped paying attention, were up 24-7. I think they got it to 27-7. And uh, late, the Vikings were trying to drive, and I'd completely lost interest at that point, other than to see if Jefferson could get a touchdown late. And um, Aaron had a had a good fantasy week. I know people love it when you talk about your fantasy teams. Um, and, and still found a way in a head-to-head competition to lose, I believe that was maybe to Professor Dr. Browning, uh, Baylor, a noted Baylor professor. But one of the, our running backs went for something insane, like 33 points. Oh, it was um, it was Aaron Jones, the Packers running back. You know, had a huge day, and uh, and and so you know everything looked like it should it should have worked out for us. Let me tell you who's killing us is. Russell Wilson. I mean, yeah, you know, jeez. I'll be honest. I was, he was my backup plan in a lot of leagues. Luckily, I got Hurts uh, in most of the leagues, and I've got Justin Herbert in one because he, he kind of fell. But Russell Wilson was going to be my backup if I didn't get kind of that top tier of quarterbacks. And I'm glad that that didn't happen because he and that offense have been terrible so far. Yeah, don't rub it in, uh, Aaron. Cause <laughs> no, no, I liked him with... going into the season a lot, both fantasy and yeah. the Broncos' chances of being really good. You know, it's funny is we we sometimes view things so much through uh, fantasy that, like, I everybody was talking about how bad a day he had, and Aaron, I had it was like. They won the game, didn't they? Didn't they, didn't they win like 17-16? And, like, all I heard as I was out there, you know, covering the Cowboys game was, oh, man, bad day. Russell put up bad numbers, didn't have a good day. And so in my mind, I was like, well, the Broncos obviously lost the game. <laughs> no, but it was more of, like, that game was 9-6 nine or nine to six I Houston, know. I believe, late in the third. Yeah. He got booed a lot I, in that I heard game. I halftime. 
Yeah. I heard they booed him at halftime. I mean, what in the world are you out there booing people? I mean, I know the Texans are not great. And, man, who, the Texans are just flo- – oh, they're putting some weird stuff out there. I think they I think they finished with nine points. Had three field goals from whoever's kicking for them. And uh, that's the one thing I can't bring myself to do, Aaron. I What I do is I just draft whatever Cowboys kicker is available it, because at least I'm watching all those games – and then I can keep up a little bit more. So I'm never like literally looking at, oh, what kicker's going to have a great year? <laughs> kicker is not a position I care about in fantasy. So you just get Brett Maher, Maher and, and just ride it with him. And he did, you know, win it with a 50 yard field goal and had a, what, a 50, uh, another 50 something yard the other day. So he actually put up some decent points. Um, this is what Jerry Jones had to say on 1053 The Fan. After he said he watched every snap of the Eagles win, and he said of Jalen Hurts, he has really evolved and has been better than he came out than you might have thought. I was particularly impressed with his passing. On the Eagles in general, he says, they're going to be all we can handle. All right, I think that's a fair assessment. Now, the uh, the other thing that I thought was interesting that I didn't I don't know if I ever brought this up with you yesterday, Aaron. On that big, this came out yesterday. I might have, I might have said it, but that um, Trayvon Diggs. Oh, I think I did bring this up with uh, with Stretch when we had him on. That that Dan Quinn, the headsets weren't working, so he couldn't make a call on that huge third and short play. I think it was like third and three or third and four. And Diggs on that same on that possession made two big plays coming up to like in run support. I believe that was actually what Aaron kind of a swing pass out there makes the play behind the line of scrimmage. And so I think that says a lot about where they are. Jerry also speaking today um, said on of Micah Parsons, I want all of our fans to know how hard he works at it and how intense he is. He is inordinate in his intensity. You can't always get a finger on that when you evaluate a player. All right. Now, when Jerry says uses the word inordinate, that's because that was a big Parcells word. And when, when Bill was with the Cowboys, he said inordinate a lot. And Jerry has, has, uh, has kept some of his little sayings and all that kind of stuff. Now, Aaron, apparently today, from what I could tell, he was also praising, trying to praise Noah Brown, but he kept calling him Wilson. I believe that's because the Cowboys had a player named Cedric Wilson, and Jerry kept referring to Wilson instead of Brown. It happens, okay? I don't even want to say it's because Jerry's gotten old because uh, it happens to me, and I like to fancy myself as still a, a fairly young man, Aaron, but I do think I read somewhere where Jerry just kept referring to Wilson and his performance, and obviously he meant Noah Brown. So a uh, a good performance there. Now, on the injury front, um, they're, they're saying they're going to give – McCarthy said yesterday they're going to give Michael Gallup a full slate this week and then see how it goes. All right, they're going to give him every chance to play. I don't know if he's going to play. Now, Jerry was asked today about starting tight end Dalton Schultz. If you're kind of filling out your 
you know, getting ready for your week and you're wondering how the Cowboys are going to look. Uh, he said the issue is whether he goes this week or not. I don't look this for it to be a long-term thing. So basically Cowboys saying they think if he does miss, it's just going to be this one week. The good news is this Hinder shot and then uh, Ferguson, they had some really good young tight ends emerge in training camp. So they feel like they're going to be okay at that position. Now, the strange thing is we didn't expect a week three matchup in New York against the Giants, Monday night football, to be against a team that was 2-0. But that is the case. Giants won one. I believe that was against the Panthers, Aaron, 19-16. Our old friend Matt Rule not getting it done right now. Matt Rule is uh, obviously in his third year. Aaron, his record, uh, two years and through two games, not great. I saw it the other day, and I thought, oh, yikes. It's just not It's not good. And I would say of all the NFL coaches out there that are on the hot seat, there's always about five, four or five coaches that lose their jobs at the end of the season. He may have – Aaron, am I missing anybody? Is there anybody with a hotter seat right now than Matt Rule – across the NFL. No. If they okay. lose their next two games, he may be gone by mm. week five. Mm. Not good. And, he, and and then he could end up, be, you know, coaching we shall see. I mean, Nebraska's got an opening. Uh, I do think he would be a popular choice as head coach. All right. We're very excited because former Baylor great and lottery pick of the San Antonio Spurs – Jeremy Sohan is due to join us next. Waco Lions football presented by Bird Coach and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barton. Join Johnny Tusa and me this Friday night as the Lions host the Lake Belton Broncos in a District 4-5A match. Our coverage of Waco football begins at 6.30 with the pregame show, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. It's Waco and Lake Belton. Presented by Bird Coach and Ford this Friday night at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. It's truck season at Chevy of West, home of Silverado City. Hi, Leo Pacheco. And when you find new roads to Chevy of West or ChevyofWest.com, save really big on your new Chevy of West Silverado. Chevy of West. Hi, Leo Pacheco, and it's a great time to save on every certified pre-owned vehicle at Chevy of West. For all the big money savings, please visit ChevyofWest.com or find new roads to Chevy of West. Chevy of West. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
buy more, save more. This is true for tractors, too. At WC Tractor, we have ready-to-go new Kubota tractor packages, which include the most commonly used attachments. Along with a Kubota tractor, you will leave with a loader and box blade for dirt work, a cutter to take care of your fields, and a trailer to haul it all. Think of all the jobs you can get done with a new Kubota tractor package. Come on by any of our locations or visit us online at wctractor.com. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Doubleheader on Monday Night Football had Buffalo run past Tennessee 41 7, and Jalen Hurts led the Eagles past the Vikings 24 7. Bill's starting quarterback, Dane Johnson, was being evaluated for a neck injury in the hospital Monday night following a scary collision with a teammate. Tampa Bay Buccaneers will sign Cole Beasley to their practice squad, adding the 11 year veteran to a shorthanded wide receiving core. Big 12 is finalizing a deal to hire Scott Draper of the American Athletic Conference as the league's new vice president in charge of football. Astros clinched the West. Astros at the race tonight, game two of that series. Rangers start a home series with the Angels tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Catch the UMHB Larry Harmon Coaches Show tonight at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Matt Mosley show. ESPN Central Texas. And uh, Aaron, I'm, as we speak, I'm rechecking with our folks. But uh, we will be talking to um, Jeremy Sohan any minute now. And uh, I'm letting our, our friend know, Catherine, that we are, uh, we are expecting Jeremy. So the the tension builds. Aaron, it's going to happen one way one way or the other. Will it be today? <laughs> uh I hope so. And uh, what a uh, what a career uh he's going to have. Uh I you know what he did at Baylor was uh remarkable. I love watching him. I love how he's identified, you know, kind of as a so you know kind of a quote unquote irritant uh, you know, he likes to get under people's skin a little bit. And that happened with uh, Brady Manick, as you might recall, from uh, UNC. 
And uh, man, it's just going to be it's going to be fascinating to see what Jeremy Sohan looks like at the next level. All right, Aaron, I am uh, I'm getting word. Should be dialing in right now. I'm told, Aaron. So. Uh, as long as I did my my duty in getting the correct number, we should be okay. We will. Operators are standing by as uh, Jeremy Sohan gets ready to join the Matt Mosley show, and it's going to be strange to see him in that Spurs jersey, a team with such international flavor. Uh, I don't know that he could have had a better team pick him i would have preferred that he be with the oh oh great we've got jeremy as we speak and jeremy i was just talking about it and uh hey welcome to the matt mosley show we're uh we're so excited to have you and we love seeing you get drafted and go in the lottery and uh it's uh it's great to have you on the baylor flagship thank you thank you i'm excited to be here too well did uh tell me about the spurs organization you know i'm, I'm curious was that when you were coming up and playing and playing in England and then Germany uh, with Ginobili and Parker and all those all those guys and the international heritage that they have? Was that a uh, was that a team that you enjoyed uh, watching as you were growing up? And by the way, I don't I don't guess everybody in England was watching a lot of NBA at the time, <laughs> were they? <laughs> right. No, definitely. I think uh, I was also watching the Spurs because they were a winning team. And they play team basketball, which is, you know, something I do. So uh, I think, you know, Spurs was definitely one of the teams that I was really, you know, keen on and watching. And, you know, Tony Parker, Manu, they were all, you know, legends, full of famous. So, you know, definitely. All right. Now, what has uh, Greg Popovich, the coach, you know, what has it been like getting to know him? I mean, he is one of the most legendary coaches out there in NBA history. Um what was your first meeting with him like? And is he – he's got to be a lot different than Scott Drew. Now, he may be really nice <laughs> to you. But, see, I've seen him from the media, and, and he can be kind of tough on the media. What is uh, – what has Pop been like, and, and what, what's kind of been his advice to you so far? Yeah, so, of course, the first time was, you know, once I got drafted, I had to call with him straight after, and, you know, that was already positive and – happy but um the the next time I probably had dinner with him and uh you know coach one of the probably the best coach ever um so I think you know it's all positive um if there is any like you know him being hard on me or anything I'm not going to take in you know with offense or anything I think it's just hard love tough love and um you just got to take it and you know do something good with it I think uh that's the way I, I look at it and everything and I think, you know, as as we get close to the season, you know, training camp's happening soon. Um, I think I'm just really excited to learn from, you know, Coach Pop, but all the coaches and I just grow. So, yeah. He didn't try to introduce you to any of his wine, did he? You're not of drinking age yet. So. <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I think he has quite a collection. Um, it, it, but boy, I tell you, I bet that's fun getting to know those Spurs fans and, and, uh, your Jersey is selling now, apparently it's showing up, uh, Jeremy, it's going to be uh, all over Waco. How fun is it going to be <laughs> to have so many, uh, folks from Waco and Baylor fans that are suddenly, 
rooting for the Spurs because of you. And I imagine Baylor games, there'll be some Sohan jerseys uh, that show up. Yeah, I think it would be crazy to see that. And, you know, I'm always you know going to show love to Waco and Baylor, so uh, hopefully I'll be able to see them in person during a game or something. But I think it's exciting. And sometimes it doesn't feel real to see, you know, someone, a fan, just a regular person, and like, you know, just wearing my jersey. So I think it's crazy. <laughs> You know, when you think back at Baylor about your development, what was who who were a couple of the people? Uh, Jeremy Sohan joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Jeremy, who were a couple of people that really played a, a big role? Because you weren't at Baylor that long, but it seemed like a very important time for you. Who who comes to mind when you think about the people who kind of poured into you uh, while you were in Waco? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think overall everyone, you know, did from the players to the coaches to the GAs, managers, um, people around the the, organize, uh, the the college, you know, basketball team. I think everyone, you know, gave me something to learn, to listen to or uh, learn. But um, I think, you know, like Coach Jacobs, um, Coach Drew, Coach Peterson, uh, the GA, I, I, I worked with a lot, uh, DeMond Parker, um, they really helped with, like you know, you know, tough times, good times. They were there, really, you know, to to help me and you know, boost me, and just and just let me play. So I think a, a lot of you know, a lot of them helped me. Who was who was the first person you remember recruiting you from Baylor? Uh, Coach Jacobs was telling me about a tournament. I believe it was like in the Carolinas, and it turns out boy, Jalen Green was in that. I think you had a teammate. Jaden Ivey that just was a yeah. uh, a lottery pick, uh, you know, it, it, what was, do you remember, was that Coach Jacobs, uh, your, kind of your first meeting with somebody from Baylor? Yeah, I remember that. That was the Chick-fil-A Classic uh, in Carolina. Um, and I remember we, we actually played prolific prep where Jaden Green was playing. And, of course, my teammates, you know, Jaden Ivey, uh, Wendell Green, who plays at uh, Auburn, uh, a bunch of, you know, D1 players, NBA players. Um, I, I know Coach Jacobs was there watching, and I had a pretty good game. So uh, it, it, was, it was a good, uh, you know, game and situation. <laughs> Did Was Baylor, in the end, was it a pretty easy choice for you? Or were there a couple of others, um, Jeremy, as you remember, that it, it was that it was a tough call at, you know, during your recruitment? Yeah, I think there was there was a, a couple, you know, really good situations where I think I'd be able to excel in. But I think, you know, in the end of the day, uh, Baylor was the the main decision uh, choice, and it was it was a pretty easy choice, um, and you know, it turned out really well. So I can't complain. What do you think of this uh, Spurs team? The big trade happened. You're getting to know some of your t- your new teammates. Uh, some people would call this sort of a rebuild. Like, how do you, when they talk to you, Jeremy, how do the how do the Spurs kind of see you fitting in? They don't want to put too much on you right away, but obviously you're going to have an immediate uh, large role. Where do you see you you know, being able to have the biggest impact early on with the Spurs? Yeah, I think it's just, you know, my, like, you know, being all-round, being versatile, being that kind of, like, modern NBA player, who can do a little bit of everything, 
I think that's where I'm going to be, you know, be able to impact the game uh, defensively, you know, being able to switch and then offensively just being able to do a little bit of everything, being that team player, being that presence. Um, but like you said, uh, you know, there's been some changes. We're a young team. I think I think we're all excited to, you know, just learn and grow as a team and, you know, get better. Of course, it's going to be a process. There's, you know, it's going to be a bumpy road, but I think we're all really excited. All right, now do you what's your first like big endorsement? Have you have you started landing some endorsements there in the uh uh there in the San Antonio area? I mean I, I you know, everybody will approach you now. You'll you may you know <laughs> shoe deals, all that kind of thing. What's your what's your first big endorsement that you've done? Yeah, I, I haven't had any like, you know, crazy big endorsements yet. Um I think, you know, as the season goes along there'll be more opportunities. But I've had some, like, you know, watch endorsements, um, you know, trading cards, of course. But there's, there's been a couple. Well, I mean, as a citizen of the world, you can go a lot of different directions, you know, with a lot of different watch right. companies and all that kind of stuff. Let me ask you this. Where did you get your that edge you play with? You you have been described by some as an irritant um, I, Brady Manick knows a thing or two about that. The uh, former <laughs> Carolina player, as I recall, yeah. um, did that because you're such a nice, you know, very knowledgeable, uh, outgoing guy off the court. Not not a surly person, but boy, once you get on the court, you get under people's skin. Did that? Does that? I mean, did that start when you were like really young, like when you really started getting serious about basketball? At, 13 or 14 or is that something that just kind of came with time i think i think it I, it was always there as a young player just being really competitive and trying to figure out you know how to get under someone's skin and get that little advantage you know during the game uh from my mom or, or like you know the people around me just telling me to be cheeky i think it's always been there and it's just you know now you can see it more because you know I'm, I'm on a platform where TVs, uh, the games are, you know, being televised, seen, you know, there's a slow-mo so you can see more. But I, I think it's always been there. <laughs> Did you say cheeky? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Talking to uh, Jeremy Sohan, who is now with those San Antonio Spurs. What about, have, have they caught you up on some of these rivalries that the Spurs have, the, well, the Mavericks over the years with Nowitzki, um, I don't know if you even knew when you were a young guy, you know, how badly those teams, those fan bases couldn't stand each other. Um, are you kind of looking forward to being a part of, of rivalries such as that? And do you, you kind of understand that you're, you're not supposed to like the Mavericks? <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm meant to like any NBA teams. So, <laughs> uh, I think I'm, I'm going to fit right. You know, I'm going to fit really well in, you know, rivalries and stuff. Um, as as I see it, you know, I'm against. We're we're, we're going to be playing against all of them, so uh, you know, I, I can't wait for those games, and I hope it's going to be good. All right, and tell me real quick the conditioning program that you're in and all. Like, are you? Is it different? I mean, Baylor had a great one. Is the NBA is they as they put you on a program, or is there anything they've said? Okay, this is what the diet needs to be, or this is how much you know, muscle we want you to add. What are you sort of trying to do with your body to, to, to deal with the wear and tear of an 82-game schedule, which obviously is is a quite a bit longer than what you're used to? 
Right. I think I think like you said, you know, I've never been in a eighty two games season, so of course there's gonna be you know, that's gonna be a challenge right away. And I think that's one of the keys, you know, just talking around, you know, the team, uh, coaches, you know, people who've been in the NBA, they all say the number one thing, you know, being a rookie is, you know, how do you, you know, handle, you know, being on away, playing all those games. So I think like for me personally, I have a chef who, you know, makes my food that he talks to our nutritionist at the at the Spurs. So they figure out how much, you know, calories I need, what kind of juices, how much protein. Um, so that always helps. Um, and then just doing little things like stretching, yoga, um, sleeping well. I think all of that's going to, you know, help me become a better player, a better person, so um, a healthier person. So I think those little things are going to, you know, help me a lot. Did you not? Are you not a fast food guy at all? Have you always been pretty disciplined with your diet, or will you mix in an occasional cheeseburger? <laughs> I think, to be honest, I'm pretty good. At times, it's pretty. You know, sometimes you like you need a little cheat day, so there will be a little <laughs> cheeseburger or, or a cane. But uh, I'm not too bad. And now, because I have a chef, I have like scheduled, you know, food um, coming, you know, for lunch and and uh, and. Uh, dinner and then breakfast you know is served at the Spurs facility so um i think nowadays you know it's harder for me to you know have a fast uh, a cheat day or something so it's not too bad yeah everybody wishes they had a chef that's pretty awesome now uh what about this what about jeremy this baylor team i would imagine you got to know Keontae when Keontae when he was being recruited and probably kind of hung out and shot around with him uh, I don't know how much you've been around Waco to see some of the transfers and all of that, but what are you knowing Adam, uh, knowing Langston's coming back, he's been cleared, both those guys have been fully cleared. Yeah. What do you, I mean, obviously people wanted you back selfishly, we wanted you to be back, <laughs> but you just played too well down the stretch, so we kind of knew we were right. going we you know, we to lose you. What do you think about this team, though, as you kind of see it coming together uh, how good could it be, and 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 what really stands out to you about this uh, this new Baylor team? I'm I'm super excited. Um, I've actually I went down like a I want to say like maybe a month ago, um, and and saw how they were you know working hard, um, and you know everyone everyone I think over there is really excited as well. I think they have you know great guard play, the returning bigs, the new bigs are great as well. So. I think they're going to do really well, and if they gel well, you know, play defense. You know, you know Baylor the last few years, uh, they've been really, really, really good. So I, I have no doubt in them. And you know, Keontae coming in, I actually we're pretty close. Uh, he came, he came down to Frisco when I was working out uh, pre-draft, so I hang out with him. And I think you know everyone there's you know good people, so I think they're going to do really well. Okay, and uh, you decided not to play in that Eurobasket deal that Luca and a lot of people played in. Um, is that just you just wanted to keep your focus and get ready for the season? Uh, I would imagine I, later on you'll have everybody trying to get you to play for them, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> right. Poland is where you've played, with, who you played with in the past. How important is it down the road for you to play uh, international competition? I think I think it's really important. I think you know being able to play for your country, 
um, and doing something proud for them is, is really important for me. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I missed uh, this past Euro basket because, you know, I'm, I'm in a new environment, 82 games. I have to get ready for that. But even like you saw, Poland was got into the semifinals. They were top four team in Eurobasket. So I think it's really exciting. And uh, you see all the NBA stars, they're all going and they're all so passionate about it. So I think, you know, that's the place I really want to be in, in the next few years. All right. Do you look forward to trying to to guard Luca? I mean, now you're known for being able to guard all five positions. Uh, how excited would you be for that challenge? Uh, one of the great international stars of the last twenty years. I can't wait. I can't wait to guard him and everyone else. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. By the way, what was your first big purchase? Now that you uh, are making that NBA money did you do did you uh did you treat yourself to something uh biggest purchase was probably um dang i'm not even sure um probably some some clothes probably <laughs> <laughs> okay you got some, some new suits you know uh jerome tang was so uh sad about you leaving he just he left Baylor. He he went and took over Kansas State. He just he couldn't stand the thought of not coaching you. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if that was the, the the actual truth, but no, Coach Tang, I miss him. I miss him. <laughs> well, it's going to be tough, uh, you know. But it, we're everybody's excited for you uh, to get to watch you Thanks. with Pop and and be a part of the uh, Spurs organization. So don't forget about us in Waco. And you'll never, have to come never. check out the uh, new arena. They're already starting oh, yeah. to build it. Yeah, that's going to be beautiful. I saw it. It's going to be crazy on the river, too. So it's going to be beautiful. All right. All right. By the way, what was your favorite place to uh, – what 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 restaurant do you miss in Waco? Did you have a go-to? Ooh, there's a – ooh, there's a – there's a taco truck on the, uh, on the LaSalle. That's the, that's the road, right? Yeah. Um, and it's so good. It's so good. That's probably my favorite tacos. I miss that for sure. Oh, man. That's, oh, that's one oh, of the... J-Pel. J-Pel is good, too. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, you got you to gotta represent. But uh, And by the way, isn't it going to be funny to see Matthew Meyer in a different uniform this year? It's so... Yeah, that's going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it was... Um, Fun to get to visit with you. Excited to watch you, and uh, thanks for taking the time. And let's uh, let's stay in touch. Really appreciate it, Jeremy. Definitely. No, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. You, you bet. There he goes, Jeremy Sohan, uh, international man of mystery, former Baylor great, and uh, he and Kendall Brown embark upon their NBA careers, uh, and he will start his with the San Antonio Spurs. Baylor now with. Uh, Two straight years of lottery picks, and who knows? Keontae George may make it uh, three years in a row. So I don't think Baylor ever really tried to get in the one-and-done business. It's not really what they're after, but sometimes you know, players do well enough and, and uh, have great enough reputations that it's hard not to uh, – it's, you know, it's hard not for an NBA team to pass them up. So uh, really fun to have uh, Jeremy Sohan – on with us. 
Aaron, I wasn't sweating it at all, all right? I just want you to know that. I never, <laughs> I knew, I knew. He yeah, was neither one of us was. We were just, you know, it'll happen. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're totally and, relaxed. Uh, and, yeah, and right there at about uh, 420 on schedule, there he was, uh, Jeremy Sohan uh, in the NBA. Aaron, I don't think, like, some people do change. I, you know, like when they get in or make a bunch of money and all, like, I, I do find it kind of funny that, uh, that Jeremy's basically like biggest purchase. He's like some clothes. I mean, think about how if you become an NBA, you know, no matter what the rookie contract is, you're a lottery pick. Aaron, think about the wardrobe. You said you had laundry day. You would never have a laundry day again. You know, you would. So I find I thought he was going to say you know a new car or something like that, but no, he said, and uh, I I just think. So, uh, Jeremy is very grounded and just a just a great guy, and so it'll be uh, he'll always be a Baylor Bear, and I think that's a very exciting thing. And uh, that's one of the things that I think people misconstrue. Aaron is, I think they think sometimes one and dones, like they don't have any attachment to the university because they only played there one year. I think Sohan, like, will always have a huge attachment to Baylor. Um, like Carmel, Carmelo at Syracuse, they won a national title and he's still to this day. I mean, he gives like millions upon millions back to Syracuse because in that one year that he played with them, it made a huge uh, impact. So I don't, uh, I don't buy it. I think even those Kentucky guys who are there for a brief time and then on to the NBA, I think they always have a great appreciation for Kentucky basketball. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. So fun to talk to uh, Jeremy Sohan. The only thing I forgot to ask him, Aaron, was uh, I was I was supposed to ask him Dallas Cowboys or Arsenal. Which which team does he like the most? <laughs> I think he's a fan of I, both. I, I yeah. was looking up his Twitter, and I noticed he was an Arsenal fan. So Yeah. I, I like yeah. that. Yeah, I, we could have uh, – Aaron, yeah, you're. Are you an Arsenal guy? I am. Okay, we could have just got you involved there to talk a little soccer, but I do think his soccer background uh, adds to him having such great uh, uh, quickness, lateral quickness, and uh, he is he is a uh, uh, viewed as in this draft class one of the best defenders, if not the best defender. All right, we've got some campus confidential ahead of us. That is next. The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 725 a.m. and 450 p.m. is brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683, or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. 
Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mex Delicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquite jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our their new Berea menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Berea enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. When it's time for your new car, truck, or SUV, BK Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class. The Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. BK Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at BK Ford. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. Nobody covers football in Central Texas, like ESPN Central Texas. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Ortho. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Doubleheader on Monday Night Football had Buffalo run past Tennessee 41 to 7 and Jalen Hurts led the Eagles past the Vikings 24 to 7. Bill's starting quarterback Dang Johnson was being evaluated for a neck injury in the hospital Monday night following a scary collision with a teammate. Tampa Bay Buccaneers will sign Cole Beasley to their practice squad, adding the 11-year veteran to a shorthanded wide receiving core. Big 12 is finalizing a deal to hire Scott Draper of the American Athletic Conference as the league's new vice president in charge of football. Astros clinched the West. Astros at the race tonight, game two of that series. Rangers start a home series with the Angels tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Catch the UMHB Larry Harmon Coaches Show tonight at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? And uh, it's time for some Campus Confidential. Uh, John Warner is going to come up, uh, the decorated writer for the Waco Trib at 5 o'clock. Really fun and and appreciate everybody uh, who got to listen to the podcast. our interview with Jeremy Sohan. We have been pursuing that one for a while. And, uh, boy, Catherine O'Toole, who uh, works with him as his publicist now, uh, really uh, came through. And, and so it was exciting to get to visit with Jeremy and kind of see how things were, were going for him. Very busy. I think his head's been spinning, you know, after being taken in the lottery. But uh, before long, he'll be up and running uh, with the Spurs. And Spurs fandom is very excited about him and and i was just talking to somebody from that market the other day so more on that one as we move forward through the week but uh aaron what do you have on the agenda today for campus confidential pac-12 commissioner george Klyvkoff was on the canzano and wilner podcast today and he had a bunch of interesting things today for those who don't know uh john canzano and john wilner canzano is a Big Oregon Ducks supporter, and Wilner has the, what is it, the Pac-12 hotline? Anyway, uh, so it was a pretty receptive audience, but Klivkoff said a number of things. I'll, I'll kind of go go through the top three. but uh, the, yeah, I mean, in fairness, I'll say Kanzano was a long time, because I remember when we used to cover the Trailblazers, um, and and he certainly is a, uh, he's been a long-time columnist, from up in that area, and he used to go after those teams, and so he's he could be pretty tough. But I, I hear what you're saying; he uh, has been pretty pro Pac-12 through all this because that's kind of where his bread is buttered. And John Wilner, who had some great reporting on the uh, realignment and all of that, um, also, yeah, and they do that that together. But uh, but yes, tell me what uh, the Pac-12 commissioner had to say. I'm just going to give you the quote, and then we he said. We've done back-of-the-envelope calculations, which it would have to be to come up with the number he's talking about, on the negative impacts of UCLA expenses, travel expenses, and coaching salaries and other things just to get to the average Big Ten athletic budget. We think that the incremental money they're going to receive from the Big Ten media rights deal will be more than 100% offset by additional expenses. So he's saying that 
UCLA moving to the Big Ten, who's probably going to make close to $100 million per school per year, is a break-even proposition. And that is one of the, I don't know whether it's one of the craziest or one of the most dishonest things or one of the dumbest things that I've heard a conference commissioner ever say. Well, here's the deal. I, I, I have a hard time faulting George because he's got to try to represent that there's some stability and there's still some things to be done with the Pac-12. Meanwhile, of course, everything's burning down. Arizona State just fired its coach. I mean, I, to his point, UCLA's kind of been an embarrassment. Have you seen their, their crowds this year, Aaron? Yeah, and Troy Eggman had some strong things to say about that. Yeah, and so they will bring in more money. It will give them more visibility to be in the Big Ten. So I, I, I think he's padding whatever numbers he's doing, but he's basically trying to say the same things that, you know, I think Bob Bowlesby was felt kind of like the victim when Texas and OU left, and he had a bunch of things to say. And this is a way of, I mean, notice he didn't really say it about USC. He's basically saying UCLA's done something kind of ridiculous here. They've left all their regional rivalries. They're going to fly across the country. And, and while they may have a little more visibility, they're just going to get a little more money. I don't it's not a buy it. I don't buy it. But, but I, don't, I don't blame George for trying to, I mean, I'd rather him be take shooting arrows at UCLA right now than coming after the Big 12. So I'm okay with it. You know, he's just trying to preserve the dignity of the Pac-12. And obviously the Pac-12 has been in a bad way. I just don't think you do it by saying provably untrue things. And we don't know exactly, but that's – anyway, we'll get on to some other things he said real quick. He also doubled down on his guarantee from July that no Pac-12 schools would depart for the Big 12, and he said that he didn't think that any other uh, Pac-12 schools were leaving for the Big 10. He said, quote, listen, I think if schools would have left for the Big 10, they would have left for the Big 10 already. Uh, Also, I'm very focused on things that are in my control, he said right after. So not a very ringing endorsement. He also was asked about the grant of rights and said that that will happen when a suitable deal is presented to the schools in the most, well, duh statement out of all the things he said. But I get it. He's got to be positive. But just a lot of, uh, I don't know, a lot lot of questionable things he said. Well, he's in an odd spot because the the Big 12 has sort of won – the public, the the PR battle in all this, and so to what you got to be careful of as a commissioner is saying something like Bowlesby said a while back. Aaron, you remember it well. I don't lose any sleep over at <laughs> night about realignment, right. and then like a week later, all hell broke loose. So when he says, "If it was going to happen, I think it would have already happened," watch out. Don't act like it can't still happen. Don't act like it couldn't happen tomorrow. 
that that four of the schools depart, or that and and I think your mark is going to be very proactive. Now, what your mark has to find out, because we know who's running all this stuff, it's the TV networks, Breaking okay, the streamers and everybody else. So your mark has to get some indication of how much more value how, he's got to maximize the value of what the conference has now and what it would have with two to four more schools from the Pac-12. And I think Washington, everybody else in the Pac-12 is waiting to see what Washington and Oregon do. Now, the best news for the Pac-12 is that well, it's good news that Oregon beat BYU, and in the short term, it looks like Washington is much improved as a football program. That thing had become an embarrassment after Chris Peterson. They seem to have a good quarterback, and they seem to have a good coach. And so that, you know, that might help a little bit with the stability. All right, Aaron, good stuff. Appreciate that. Kind of a Pac-12 intensive campus confidential. Let's uh, get ready to visit and talk some Baylor football with our own John Werner, the dean of beat writers in the the Big 12 from the Waco trip. He joins us next. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Wide receiver Noah Brown had his coming out party in Sunday's win over the Bengals. You'll hear from the player who scored his first career NFL touchdown right after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys are hoping Michael Gallup can return to the field after rehabbing his torn knee ligaments as early as this coming week at the Giants. But while Gallup's been sidelined, Noah Brown, mostly a special team standout through his first five seasons, has moved into the starting lineup. The wide receiver led the team with 91 receiving yards in Sunday's win over the Bengals. And finally, Brown recorded his first career touchdown. Oh, it's extremely satisfying. You know, this, this organization put a lot of trust in me for a long time. Come out here in a big stage, I was happy to be able to do that for my guys. Tight end Dalton Schultz hurt his right knee late in Sunday's game. He had an MRI yesterday, and while the scan did not show significant damage, Schultz's status for Monday at the Giants is to be determined. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. 
Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas. Payments for qualified buyers at 3.9% for 72 with 5,000 down cash or trade. TTNL Extra. See dealer for details. Buy big savings on pre-owned cars and trucks at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers can get in a 2018 Kia Sorento for $234 a month or a 2019 GMC Acadia for $335 a month or drive off in a 2019 Chevy Silverado for $460 a month. Find over 75 thoroughly inspected units in stock. Get top dollar for your trade and 100% approval is always our goal. Find your next pre-owned car truck today at Richard Car. Richard Car, we give you more. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. CNO Fencing Company, located in Clifton, can take care of all of your farm and ranch fencing needs. This family-owned and operated business is committed to quality workmanship and friendly service. They can do it all. Pipe fencing, high fence, work pens, net wire, barbed wire, and more. Serving Bosque County and the surrounding counties. Call today for a free estimate, 254-722-3353. That's 254-722-3353. Or check them out at cofencingtx.com. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. 
your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Uh, man, I, one of my uh, favorite writers around, and uh, John Werner from the Waco Trib. And, uh, John, we just had uh, Jeremy Sohan on talking uh, the, the – the, uh, I think he's dubbed himself a citizen – citizen of the world i you know it, it's fascinating his story in a lot of ways that if not i, I kind of wonder sometimes john it's probably crossed your mind too if not for the chamwachachwa injury and maybe having to play through uh jeremy more than they anticipated i'm not certain he kind of plays his way into where he ended up getting drafted um, it, it, it's interesting. Sometimes we think a guy gets drafted based on like how big time a recruit he was. John, Jeremy Sohan, as compared to some of these other guys, was not one of Baylor's like highest recruits ever. It's pretty amazing to see where he's ended up. Yeah, uh, you're right. And he really came on, you know, later in the year, he was dealing with an injury mid season uh, but, yeah, after uh, every day John went down, he, he took on a more prominent role. And, man, I, I mean, <laughs> he was really good. And, uh, you know, you could tell his international experience really paid off because he could uh, play against anybody and whatever style and, you know, and do a great job. I just remember the toughness he showed in, in that NCAA tournament game against uh, North Carolina. I mean, he was just bucking up to those guys and uh yeah he, he was impressive and, and he, he's a he's a really good guy and uh really smart uh, and uh, and a great athlete I, I think he's gonna do well in the nba it was your um john remind me what was your uh nba fandom growing up what were you uh which which nba team did you usually lean toward and can do you have a uh, soft spot for the uh, Spurs at all? Well, I guess as a kid, I was more of a Celtics fan. You know, I like John Havlicek and JoJo White and Dave Cowens and those guys like that. Uh, after that, I probably followed the Mavericks quite a bit. Um, but, but yeah, I, uh, I don't follow the NBA like I used to. I do watch the playoffs. But uh, it's pretty exciting to see uh, what Jeremy can do in the league. Yeah, uh, it'll be uh, it will be now exciting to to see John as you uh, as you get ready to go to Ames. This is the part of the week where you start taking a closer look at Iowa State and kind of seeing what they have. Isn't it kind of interesting to you know you almost kind of started to think Brock Purdy, the, the their longtime quarterback, would be there forever, and all of a sudden they have a different quarterback. They have some different personnel. Uh, this is going to be a, a real challenge for the Bears, and I, I it, it's you know Dave Aranda was talking about how big their eyes were uh, against, and you and I were even talking on Saturday about you know 
how they needed to get past that. Well, now is truly how they get past that. Um, as you've listened to Coach Aranda talk and, and listened to him talk about this team, do you sense that this is going to be a team that shows up and plays with a lot more poise uh, uh, on Saturday morning? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Uh, his opening uh, uh, statement, uh, he, uh, he said, Iowa State is the kind of team they want to be like. You know, just very physical, disciplined, uh, you know, just plays hard all the time. And uh, I, I think it's going to probably be a defensive kind of game. Um, it's a little hard to tell just how good Iowa State is. They they are two and a half point favorite against Baylor um, because th- their schedule. They they played Southeast Missouri, and an Iowa team with no offense, maybe one of the worst offenses in the country, and uh, and Ohio. But man, uh, <laughs> Iowa State's defense has been incredible. Really, you know, allowing just over couple hundred yards a game, 60 yards rushing, nine points per game. I mean, you don't see numbers like that these days uh, hardly at all. Uh, so I think it's probably going to be kind of a low-scoring game. Baylor's offense, I think, is still, uh, you know, a work in progress. It, although, you know, they showed some spark last week with Rich, Richard Reese running the ball. Uh, but – yeah, they're, they're going to have to play really well. It's going to have to be a mistake-free game. Defense, you know, probably have to force a turnover or two to, to win that game. John Warner, Waco Trib, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, John, I was trying to think of a, a freshman performance that kind of rivaled uh, what Richard Reese did. I, I feel like Shock Linwood was pretty good early on. Um, you know, his, his freshman year kind of had a breakout during the Bryles era, but it's pretty rare to see somebody, uh, a freshman do that. I mean, I, isn't it strange to both with this wide receiving core and the running backs, we're still early in the season, but you just, you still don't have a great feel for, okay, who's going to be the lead dog. Now, Richard Reese has made a good case for it. John, in, have you been able to dig into the Richard Reese story now a little bit more now that we saw him have that breakout? And, and um, uh, you know, because that was surprising to see someone do what he did. And I would think he's earned the right to, to maybe be the lead back here until proven otherwise. How do, you, how do you see this unfolding as they get ready to go to Ames? Yeah, uh, yeah, Richard, you know, uh, the Baylor coaches, Coach Aranda has been saying good things about him, you know, throughout August, uh, just likes his toughness. Uh, he really likes the, the way he can read defenses uh, in that wide zone offense. He knows when to cut up field. It seems like that's one of his strengths. I think maybe he showed that uh, on that 52-yard touchdown run. Um but I, I was just a little surprised that he he was the main ball carrier because at BYU it was Quaylen Jones and, and uh, Squirrel Williams. Yeah. And uh, then then all of a sudden uh, it's it's Richard Reese uh, getting most of the carries. But you know he was really good uh, from the start against Texas State and uh, he he was the hot guy. So they kept going to him. And uh, I would think they would do the same thing against Iowa State. 
I kind of sense that uh, uh, they they really like that running backs coach a lot. That Justin Johnson, the man they call Juice, and and I I think he's given a, a a tremendous amount of say. You know, from week to week. Okay, here's who you go with and all, and and uh, and here's who I think we should we should we and it's just um, it's it's going to be really fun to watch. And I think the other thing that I brought up the receivers is to see. Who steps up in that area? I, I saw, uh, you know, Seth, for instance, uh, the other day, made a couple of plays. I mean, you know, I've been looking for, okay, who's going to make a play when Blake doesn't throw a perfect ball? And he did. Uh, I, and, 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 again, we don't know who all is going to be available. But I think, you know, so Bryce made the point the other day that there were guys showing up that were kind of down on the depth chart. I mean, John, I had to do double take. Uh, you probably have the guy's name on the tip of your tongue, but it was number 41, the linebacker. And I'm like, wait, who, who is that? And, and of course, he was the, maybe listed as the fourth linebacker, the third linebacker, kind of down the way. Um, I, I, I would say that some of these players being out – May end up being uh, a positive for the Bears the way some of these uh, some of these backups are getting a lot of reps right now. Yeah, you know, of course, uh, Dylan Doyle had to sit out the first half against mm-hmm. Texas State for targeting against BYU. Uh, uh, Ty- Tyrone Brown and Brooks Miller got yeah. the reps there, and uh, yeah, Brooks Miller I hadn't really heard a whole lot about him, uh, he, he, but uh, he had a really good game. He got a sack, uh, got some tackles. Um, yeah, well, we're seeing some guys, you know, that maybe, you know, we, we didn't really think we'd see much so far. And, uh, but, you know, but they, they have a lot of veterans too, who are going to really come through, you know, as the season goes on. I mean, especially on defense, that's a, that's a really veteran defense. And, uh, I think they probably still want the, the uh, defensive line to get a better pass rush. Although uh, Apu, uh, he, he blocked a couple passes uh, against Texas State. He, he, he got a pretty good push there. Um, but, but, yeah, I think they probably want to try to get a better pass rush than what they've been getting. Um, Coach Aranda wasn't completely pleased with the run defense either, although I, I thought they, they got better as the game went on. Uh, but, but, yeah, um, man, this is going to be a tough game. Well, and uh, I, I'm always glad to get you into town uh, early, and and you like to kind of see the sights. Uh, uh, is there anything that you is there anything to look forward to in Ames, John? Is there? Well, you... <laughs> I, I will say uh, they've got one of the best tailgating areas I've seen at a college football game. I mean, they have got it down, and it is massive. And that was one of the weird things in 2020 during COVID. There was no tailgating. I mean, yeah. it was so bizarre walking up to that stadium and not seeing any tailgating. But I, I expect to see it back in force on Saturday morning. John, have, will you? Uh, you know, you're very focused when you get when you get on site. Uh, will you stop though every once in a while and, and and visit with the opposing fans and maybe see what they're see what kind of food? I mean, what are folks in Iowa? I think of hog farmers. I think of uh, corn. What what are they? Uh, is there anything uh, any specialties that that the Iowa State folks like to put on the grill? I think it's pretty much carnivore based. 
Um, I think pretty pretty much any kind of meat they can throw. I think that's what you're going to see mostly. But man, it smells pretty good when you're walking through that tailgating section. Yeah, yeah, and you're not a you're no stranger. You'll do some. Uh, you for a little bit, we're holding off on some red meat and some of the protein. But uh, I feel like you you're you're willing to dive back in there because I think we ran to each other at Kansas City, and you were you were uh, giving that a look. Uh, I, I got to say, John, isn't it fun? By, we were talking about the Baylor players in the NBA now with Sohan. Um, I've been noticing Baylor's really playing up more and more. Uh, they're they're. NFL, you know, they're alums or, or former players that are in the NFL now. And this past year with so many players being, uh, you know, ended up at the Combine, I, I think that's probably I, – I just get a kick out of it when I compare, like, Baylor's recruiting to University of Texas' recruiting. And everybody's got to do what they're comfortable with. But Texas apparently – you know, you saw the story, uh, John, spent like $300,000 on the weekend – that uh, that Arch Manning was in town. Like, what do you think Baylor spends if, like, let's say six to eight recruits come in? Like, I and again, I'm not saying Baylor's cheap. I'm just saying, like, if they spent twenty thousand, or I, I would be sort of surprised. And Texas is spending three hundred thousand dollars on like six recruits in town. I mean, does that? John, you've been doing this a long time, but that number has to stun even a grizzled veteran like yourself. Yeah, I mean, how can you spend all that money? I mean, what do you spend it on over a couple days? I mean, that's that's nuts. Uh, yeah, I don't think Baylor's anywhere in that ballpark or anybody else is. But, uh, yeah, that's crazy. I saw that, too. Um, but, yeah, well, how do you spend that much money? I mean, part of it was spent on the open bar for the families, but still, that's. I mean, well, how many I was, how many family members came? Again, I don't like hundreds. And you know, even if they brought Eli and 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 uh, Uncle Eli and Uncle Peyton and the whole gang, I mean, they're not known for being the biggest lushes. I don't think they're <laughs> the Mannings are a bunch of you know drinkers. So I don't know. I mean, that is a that is an incredible, incredibly lavish weekend. But hey, it worked. He committed like a, a few weeks later. They said that his tight end on that team, by the way, <laughs> that, that that plays in in uh, New Orleans with with uh, Arch, the tight end committed on the spot. He saw that first spread of food and said, "Let me in here." I'm coming to school right here. <laughs> yeah, it did take a whole lot of convincing, it sounds like. Yeah. And by the way, I did see, and uh, you and I have the same <clears throat> commitment to covering recruiting. We kind of like to see these kids once they arrive, and we, we check it out, and, and we just don't go overboard with it. But I did see that the uh, Derek Lagway's son, uh, and I'm sure you saw this too, John, has has Baylor in his top whatever five let's call it uh, or maybe he's narrowed it down to eight john i don't know if you got to see him in person on one of his he came to the baylor spring game with his dad and you remember covering his dad his dad was a oh, yeah. was a, a really physical fullback for the bears and had a very memorable run against nc state john if you got to see the, the the if he comes to town again you got to just go shake this kid's hand 
This is we're we're not talking about oh this kid's gonna be big. This is a fully formed adult. This is kind of like Jalen Hurts showing up on campus, like the Jalen Hurts that was playing for the Eagles last night. This is this is incredible. I'm talking like six four, two hundred and fifty pounds day one. Gee. Yeah, uh, yeah, I haven't seen him in person. Well, you know, I think I might have saw him on the sideline once, but I, I haven't seen him up close, really. Uh, but obviously that would be one of the biggest gets ever for Baylor if it happens. Yeah. Well, he was hanging out with his dad and all those guys like Anthony Ray and Lachey uh, Maston and those guys, and I just thought he was one of the players. And uh, the former Baylor players that were hanging out down there at the barbecue cook-off and then he turns around, and he's got this baby face, and I'm like, that's not one of <laughs> that's not one of JJ's former teammates. That's a young kid. <laughs> but man, he was uh, he was impressive. All right. Well, uh John, have a safe trip. I just always like to catch up with you after yeah, these games you. and uh be have a safe trip and uh, represent us well up there, okay? Thanks for having me, Matt. See you later. You bet. John Warner, uh, Waco Trib. I called him the dean of the beat writers. I don't know. There may be that Iowa State guy has been doing it forever, Randy somebody. Uh, but uh, John's got had a good long run at this. What are you saying, Aaron? Yeah, he would have had to be doing it a long time. And I'm not taking a shot at John, but, John, I, I talked about this actually on on the, on um John Morse's show earlier, because we were talking about John being on the show today, he actually, when I was the editor of the NCC newspaper, came and spoke uh, to the staff about sports writing. It was pretty cool, but that's, considering I'm old, that uh, shows you how long he's been doing it. He, he's been doing it a very long time, and doing it well, I might add. <laughs> that's right. John, John do, you, do you have any notes from that session where Werner dropped by the MCC it's sports writing I, <laughs> class. I mean, can you remember? Did he give you any good deadline advice? You, you. Uh, I think I have a you, picture, but I don't know. I didn't. Oh, I didn't keep my notes. I wish I could find. I hope I can find it. I'm going to look for I'd that. I'd like to see a, a young Warner to see if he had kind of long hair. See if maybe he had kind of a hippie thing going. He certainly comes from that generation. He, now I wouldn't call him. He's not a baby boomer. He's not that old, but he's kind of in that next wave. Uh, John is, but so he could have gotten a little bit of uh, involvement with the hippie crew, but I, I can't really put him totally in that in that group. Uh, all right, uh, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, always fun to catch up with people like John and Jerry. When I was coming up in sports writing, getting to hang out with them on the road was always a lot of fun and uh, something I always look back fondly upon. Um, we do have uh, to catch you up on some NFL news and uh, got some breaking news today. And I want to sound off on something. There's a suspension that happened to a player for the Tampa Bay, and I'm not sure I agree. I'll discuss it next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor football has the Big 12's Newcomer of the Week. 
We'll hear from head coach Dave Aranda on freshman tailback Richard Reese from Belleville. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. Save big this month on a new 2022 Dodge Charger GT and get $500 bonus cash with 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, first responders get an extra $500 off your purchase. Stop by today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Come by. Let's be friends. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Are you a proud Baylor fan? Do you love prizes? The Baylor Bold Rewards app allows fans to track their attendance across athletic events and earn rewards. Baylor Athletics wants to reward the most loyal fans, so register online today at BaylorBoldRewards.com or download the Baylor Bold Rewards app straight to your phone. Prizes this year are better than ever, so start earning your rewards points today and sign up for Baylor Bold Rewards. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. The Big 12 Conference handed out its Player of the Week honors yesterday. Recognized as the league's newcomer of the week, freshman Baylor tailback Richard Reese. Reese, a freshman from Belleville, ran the ball for 156 yards on 19 carries. He had three touchdowns on Saturday in the Bears' 42-7 win over Texas State at McLean Stadium. At yesterday's weekly press conference, head coach Dave Aranda asked about the unique skills of Richard Reese. He hits line scrimmage um, fast, and so, you know, there is a... um, you know, we talked, we've talked about it some before, and it's, it's, it's really evident in um, the wide zone play where you're on the track, and we talked about the line of scrimmage can be kind of muddy water, and it sure would be great to have it really clean, you know, crystal clear, and it ain't a lot of times. And so to play full speed on your track and get the one foot in the ground and go into what could be, you know, I'm not really sure, um, is a whole thing in and of itself. And... Um, you know, uh, he can do that really well. Baylor head coach Dave Aranda talking about Richard Reese, the Bears freshman tailback, coming off a career-high outing and named the Big 12's Newcomer of the Week. Also, Baylor Volleyball gearing up for their Big 12 Conference opener, a go-gold game in the Farrell Center that comes up tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, versus the TCU Horn Frogs. Then on Friday, Baylor Soccer back in action, their go-gold conference opener against Oklahoma, also at 7 o'clock on the banks of the Brazos at Betty Lou Mays Field, Baylor OU Soccer in Waco on Friday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. 
Is $4 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook? Afraid how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then you need to head out to the Real Texas Gun Show at Harker Heights Event Center October 1st and 2nd. They have all types of firearms and all the ammunition you need. It's air-conditioned and family-friendly. Bring the kids. Head out and check out the new freeze-dried food vendors for long-term food needs. That's the Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, October 1st, 9 to 5, and Sunday, October 2nd from 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burger with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special, a Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Doubleheader on Monday Night Football had Buffalo run past Tennessee 41-7, and Jalen Hurts led the Eagles past the Vikings 24-7. Bill's starting quarterback Dane Johnson was being evaluated for a neck injury in the hospital Monday night following a scary collision with a teammate. Tampa Bay Buccaneers will sign Cole Beasley to their practice squad, adding the 11-year veteran to a shorthanded wide receiving core. Big 12 is finalizing a deal to hire Scott Draper of the American Athletic Conference as the league's new vice president in charge of football. Astros clinch the West. Astros at the Rays tonight, game two of that series. Rangers start a home series with the Angels tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Catch the UMHB Larry Harmon Coaches Show tonight at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Show starring Aaron Sexton. Aaron, I kind of like that. Did you write that? The Matt, the Matt Mosley show <laughs> starring Aaron Sexton. That is a I mean, uh, I, that uh, is a John Morris was did that and didn't tell me. I I laughed so hard the first time he played it, <laughs> or got me to play it. I was I was like. <laughs> I like that. I like that. The the, the starring role. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. What do you mean? So John submitted that without you knowing that or something? He did. He did. I, and I, I didn't thought, hear see, it I thought, until... I thought Tom had to approve all those things, and uh, I like that. I like that. It, uh, John Morris got involved in the... Uh, in, in uh, the programming, I, I liked it a lot. Starring, starring. I, it took me a second, and then I heard it again a minute ago, and I'm like, "Wait, that sounds kind of new. That's different." <laughs> all right, all right, I like it. Um, we, Aaron, talking of. Uh, I mean, since you're starring now, I may just, I may just turn it over to you. I'm kind of t- feeling tired. The, um, uh. What happened the other day with this uh, suspension of Mike Evans, I went back. There were two things that happened yesterday as we were kind of wrapping up the show. One was they were trying to find a man that had open face kind of slapped at Kyler Murray. Now, did he hurt him? No. Was it ridiculous? Yeah. I mean, I you know, I would ban the fan. I don't know exactly what he was trying to do. He reached out. Now, again, Kyler Murray goes over after they win that game, and I started looking back at that game, Aaron, and I didn't realize they had to score the touchdown, then go for two. They got two. Then they had to do all this other stuff. The other game that I wanted to go back, and and, and so I don't know what to say about that. Does the fan need to be banned for life? Probably not. Was the fan an idiot? Yes. Should he be banned for the rest of the games this season? Sure. I mean, you can't just reach out and slap, even if you're just being an idiot. You can't slap at a at an NFL player. Now, if if you go over to an opposing fan, uh, opposing fans, and you kind of start celebrating with all of them, I guess he thought that he was in good company with a couple of uh, Cardinals fans, but the Raiders fans are not to be trusted. These people are scary. Okay. They don't. They call it the black hole uh, when they were in Oakland, and they, I remember. I mean, the people. It was like Aaron it, when I went down there on the sideline and was down there near the black hole. It was like 
showing up at a Hell's Angels meeting or the Banditos or whatever we're going to, you know, whatever happened in, well, I don't want to go down that road. But it was the, it was a scary group. And, and, and you go over there and something may happen. So again, is he hurt? No. Could he have been, could it have been worse? Yeah. And, and so I'm, I'm with Cliff Kingsbury, arrest the person. I wouldn't throw them. I wouldn't throw away the key though. Let them out after a day or so, let them move on with their lives, but not good to interact. Now we always ask players to come to the defense of their teammates. If anybody tries to get in a hollering match with Tom Brady, yes, his teammates are going to come to his defense, even though he takes every Wednesday off apparently now. In that game, Aaron, there's a back and forth going on. Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans have a history. Marshawn Lattimore is pushing Leonard Fournette. First of all, you think Fournette can't take care of himself. All right. You probably didn't really need Mike Evans getting involved, but he did. And Evans goes over there, and what what was funny, Aaron, I mean, you talk about a man that can handle himself, the former Aggie, or I guess you're never a former Aggie. They'll get <laughs> mad at me. The, the former Aggies player, I can say that, he goes over there and shoves Lattimore down. Well, Lattimore gets up, and then he shoves another guy down. I mean, he was handling his business, but I don't know. In a scrum where pl- people are fighting and shoving each other, did did Mike Evans do something that warranted a game suspension? I don't know. I don't really think so. Aaron, having seen the video of that, did Mike Evans throwing down a couple of people during that scrum warrant a full one-game suspension? Absolutely not. That. That kind of thing happens. The ejection, absolutely. A suspension, no. That that kind of thing happens not all the time, but, I mean, it's, you know, players tussle a little bit on the field. It's kind of to be expected. Nobody removed their helmet and was swinging it at people like Aaron Donald did in practice. It just, it was, like I said, he should be ejected, maybe fine, but there's no way he should have been suspended. By the way, did you see people were reading his lips and were able to tell what he said to the referee. Did you see that? What? Mike what, Evans. Uh, Mike Evans said? Yeah. No. No, he what said, did he say? He said, that's Tom Brady. What do you want me to do? And you can see <laughs> when his mouth moves that they're right. That's exactly what he said. It's pretty great. And it's a good point. Like, you know, you got to defend your quarterback. We always you know, talk and, about and that. Famously, in a game here in the past couple of years, some some Cowboys linemen did not come to the defense of their quarterback. I remember. You know, somebody took a – it was Andy Dalton, and and they put a hit on him, and it was, uh, you know, it was rough in the past, unnecessary roughness. I mean, it knocked him out, basically, if I remember correctly. And, and they did not race to his defense. So, again, I, I'm with you. I don't think it was that big of a deal. Now, in another game – Aaron, I, I needed to go back and check to see how the Cleveland Browns lost that game. That was a, <laughs> that was even more Browns than the Browns. So they, I mean, Aaron, all you got to do, you score to 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 basically go up thirteen with a minute fifty five left in that game. 
And now, uh, and, and then they missed the extra point. And, of course, we all know what happened now. The Jets somehow, with Joe Flacco at quarterback, score two touchdowns. The second one happened after they got a they got an onside kick. And they go down there and they score and they win that game 31-30. Of course, they the rookie kicker missed the extra point, and that's why it was only 30 30 to 17 instead of 31 to 17. Today, Aaron, they're they're talking to the uh Cleveland running back Nick Chubb, and he took the blame for Sunday's loss. Now, I don't know if it's totally I, – I, I kind of appreciate him for doing this now. He said, yeah, I probably shouldn't have scored right there. Honestly, looking back at it, it, it cost us the game. A lot of things went wrong, not just one thing, but collectively as a unit, as a team, we could have all done things different. But it's only a problem because we didn't win – so I probably should have gone down. All right? Um, that is Nick Chubb. And he's right. He's absolutely right. Um, and and the, the first time I saw a player have the presence of mind to do something like that was an Eagles player years ago. And it was I was covering the Eagles a lot, and, and it might have been a Cowboys game. Aaron, you might remember this. In Brian Westbrook... The little Eagles running back slash kind of, you know, he would catch passes out of the backfield. Really good long, you know, uh, running back for them. Came out of Villanova. And and he was running in for an, uh, a touchdown and just decided to stop at like the one-yard line. And, and they were able then to milk the clock. It's a hard thing to get your your team to do, but it would have been the right thing at the time, Aaron, do you, um, I mean, I, I, I think it's a smart thing, you know, and, and some running backs naturally do it. Some don't, um, I don't, you know, and I think it's something you have to coach your backs up on it, but Aaron at the time, it was hard to, I don't think everybody was second guessing him at the time because he goes in, it makes a score 30, 17 and the game feels like it's over. But in retrospect, it turned out to be the wrong move that he scored that touchdown. Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's nice that he takes the blame for it as it makes him a good teammate. But him scoring that touchdown, you, you've got to think that your defense and special teams won't allow them to score twice in less than two minutes. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty simple. But you're right. I mean, if he does fall down, they could just run the clock out. And then it's probably something that's a good point that needs to be taught and gone over more in practice when you get in those situations. Or or the co- coaches need to be more cognizant of it. Say, hey, you know, don't score if you get <laughs> if you break one loose, you know, go down at about the two and we can run out the clock because we'll have the first down. All right, and uh, another uh, issue involving the Browns, Aaron, the Browns owner Jimmy Haslam in the final moments of Sunday's loss to the Jets, um, a fan was arrested for allegedly throwing a water bottle at the owner. I shouldn't laugh. I mean, they were throwing trash at Dak as he ran off with an injury. I mean, I, Aaron, I got to tell you, I, I, I was, of course, working all these games and traveling, so I didn't really have the occasion 
to take, like a lot of people take their kids to the games. Looking back, I'm just sort of glad I never was tempted to. And I used to take my daughter to Rangers games and stuff, but these NFL games are kind of scary. I mean, and I'm not telling people don't go to games or don't take your kids to games, but I'm just telling you, here's a, here, I mean, Aaron, every week, have you noticed that? Is it just maybe that social media is more prolific now than it was, where there are always fights with fans? I just feel like now we see all of them, and and it's horrible. Like, it, it's just like these fights are not just like some shoving matches. You got people getting beaten up in a, in a really aggressive fashion. Well, in this instance, uh, Jeffrey Miller, 51, arrested Sunday on complaints of assault, failure to comply with a lawful order, and disorderly conduct, according to the police report. Um, and uh, uh, apparently it was caught. Uh, he was, he, Haslam was walking to the Browns Tunnel just as Jets receiver Garrett Wilson scored the winning touchdown in a 30-31-30 win over Cleveland. After the bottle hit Haslam, he looked up to try to find the fan who threw it. Uh, police identified Miller as a suspect using stadium video surveillance. And according to the police report, Miller didn't stop when police ordered him to. Aaron, this is scary. I mean, you know, may have been some alcohol involved. You never know. I also was going to bring your attention, Aaron, to uh, uh, apparently after the Arkansas game the other night, a Arkansas fan was arrested for biting somebody the tip of somebody's nose off in an altercation in the parking garage after that game. I mean, this is this is wild stuff. I'm just glad, Aaron. It seems like McLean Stadium we're all pretty, you know, cordial after games. This is uh, this is kind of rough stuff. And what? again. Oh, go ahead. Well, a couple of things. The guy that bit that guy's nose is the COO of Beyond yeah. Meat, the guy that make you know that makes the fake burgers or whatever. And you were talking about NFL games, and is it social media? I don't think so because you know how big of a Cowboys fan I've been my whole life, and NFL in general. I've been to two Cowboys preseason games in my life. One was in high school when the Robinson Band played halftime. And I don't go to NFL games just because of that, because you could see it on TV growing up. There was, I mean, the that fan behavior is just terrible so much that I had never had any interest in going to see a live NFL game, whereas I've seen probably over 100 Ranger games, well over 100. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would say, you you know, you probably should go check out the new you know, because the stadium's so spectacular, but uh, but I get it. I get what you're saying. I did. When, yeah. I, I went and saw Baylor and Tech three times. So, oh, okay. So I've so seen Jerry World, but in a, in better, in a much st- better atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's scary. I, I I hate to, I hate it, and I you hate to discourage people from going to NFL games, but uh, it's um, the the level of drinking and the level of alcohol use, and you would think. I mean, Jerry's charging people like 18 bucks for one beer. You think that would be enough to kind of keep people off the juice, but uh, it gets way out of hand at those things. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We have, uh, we're coming to the end of our 
Broadcasting Day. And uh, it is time for the dismount where we have to uh, say goodnight to you. That is next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 the Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try the new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Stay close the dismount with matt mosley is coming up on espn central texas if your vendor does not value your feedback you're with the wrong one at ubo business services we are serious about being in the service business we send a survey after every service call if it's positive we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback if it is negative we call to see how we can make it better no matter what your business is we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO.com. 
It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, we got to say good night to you. And uh, really fun day. John Warner's always great to have on from the Waco Trib. Jeremy Sohan, the uh, decorated Baylor player who's now with the Spurs. And uh, if you missed that, uh, we just put that out there on social media, and we push those uh, through. Aaron does a really nice job of that. And, of course, our Central National Bank, uh, one of our great um, partners and our presenting sponsor, uh, Veronica and Brian, do such a tremendous job. And so there's a beautiful graphic out there. If you want to follow us on Twitter, um, uh, it's at 1660 ESPN. I'm at Matt Mosley. All right, been a great day. Really appreciate everybody. We'll have a big show planned for you tomorrow as well on Wednesday. Please join us at 4 o'clock sharp. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night, everybody. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time to check a Big 12.